Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another Spartan 160 and podcast, podcast 119, talking about yet another cup Spartan one. Feels uh feels too good now uh, to come onto the pod. You know, we went weeks without uh or months, years without hoping now we're just you know getting them easy easy. But anyways, go straight to the panel starting off with my man Christian. Christian, what's good, bro? Yeah, man. I like, uh, you know, before the game, I was just sitting there, you know, thinking about the, uh, the super Tassa, like what recent super Tassas have meant. Like the two most recent that come to mind was the one that I was at, which preceded the 15, 16 season, I believe with George Jesus. That was his first official game. Teo Gutierrez got the winner in the Algarve. Great game. And that preceded what would be a pretty good season. Um, it didn't end the way we wanted it to, but by all accounts, it could have been a lot worse. Right. And then the one, I think it was 1920 Super Tassa, we got absolutely smacked by Befica, I believe five or six nothing, I don't even remember. And that preceded a very bad season. So hopefully winning uh, uh, this Super Tassa, you know, speaks to the, the good season that's about to, to come ahead. That's my wisdom. <laughs> Facts, I agree. You said 1920, do you mean 2020 or 2019? Uh, I mean, 2019 slash 20 season. I think that's because it wasn't the year. It wasn't oh, okay, last okay. year. It was the year before that. It was 1890. Was it? Or was it I think it was Bruno Fernandez last game. Maybe I can't remember. No. Mm. Probably his last season. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm laggy. Am I back? Yeah, I think yet? you're I'm lagging talking? a little bit, Jenny. I think you're back now, but you were lagging. All right. Sam, take it away, bro. How are you doing today, bro? Yeah, I'm good. I, I think that wasn't Bruno's last season. Last season was like half it cut halfway off the pandemic, didn't it? His last season. So I think it was 2018. Pacero's might have been his first game in charge. We got smacked by Benfica. But yeah, we won this time, so. Fuck you, I guess. So yeah, <laughs> all good. Like I mean, start as you mean to go on, as they say. Um, I mean, like Danny said, like we're getting used to this now. Every podcast we're gonna win a trophy or some shit. No, fuck it, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> I mean, you can't win the quadruple without winning the super cup, right? And if you don't win super cup, you just call it the treble, and you just don't count it. So yeah, quadruple's exactly. on. The quadruple's on. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh let's get on to our uh our twitter questions before we get into this game uh let me just bring it onto the screen here starting off with uh miguel muratu uh who asks uh will we have a good ucl campaign and what other additions to the team do you guys reckon we need um i'll ask both of you guys that question but i'll start off with you sam uh uh, to be honest, I don't see the UCL going too well for us. I said it before, I'll, I'll take third place in the UCL going to Europa League. We're pot one, but pot two and pot three are still full of those giant teams and, and great teams. You have to remember, just because you're in pot one, it's not guaranteed guaranteed position through. In terms of um, signings, I think, I think maybe a backup striker, and that's really about it. It's maybe a centre-back, but if we've got Jose Marso and B-team to make a few 
uh, like impact subs or starting a few tasks the league, tasks the Portugal games, then that's fine by me. But maybe just a backup striker and backup centre back for me. Yeah. How about you, Chris? Yeah, Sam. Sam nailed it. As far as like UCL, um, you know, looking looking ahead to it, it's really going to depend on how lucky we get in the draw because the, a lot of the teams that you know. For example, Lille is in pot one, which means PSG is is a potential opposition that we could get. You know, like there's um, there's always the English teams that are always a threat. You know, there's going to be whoever comes. I mean, you're assuming that the fourth place team will win the playoff, and then they'll be in pot four. And you know, it's not easy to catch an English team, or you know, I, it's it's totally going to depend on what happens. Um, I'm hoping for the best. Uh, I think. I guess pot one it increases our odds of 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 avoiding some, but the the normal ones. Juventus is another example of a team that's going to be in pot three or four probably. Um, who you know who fucking knows? You know, I don't want to play Ronaldo in the Champions League. I don't care how old he is or how bad Juventus is. It's just not not ideal, you know. So yeah, it'll totally depend on that. And then yeah, I mean with the with the offloading of Pedro Marx, I say that. Um, uh, and depth up top is the the number one priority. Um, you could probably, I, I, I agree, center back would be nice. Um, but if we can't sign one, I think that we can kind of hack it with Neto and maybe some of the uh, the B team players. Should we need to go that far uh, for now? Bring but back Delory if we need. We bring back Delory. He's all he's he's been training. He's in the gym. <laughs> he's fresh. Legs are fresh. He can come in at any moment. And, and be your your sixth center back, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, next question comes in from uh, our boy Abdallah. Uh, he asks, uh, with Ugarte arrival, do we have enough depth to compete in the league and make a good European run? So, in the same sort of vein, uh, what do you think, Chris? Um, I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna rephrase the question back. Would you guys prefer? To go go through a group in second place, for example, but get out of the group and then play a very hard team in the neck in the round of sixteen, or would you rather drop into the Europa League round of thirty two against a very winnable draw? It depends because I don't want to buy Munich nine one spanking in the next round. Like if we get if we go yeah. go for it and lose one one two nil, then yeah, fine. I'll take the Champions League exit. More money for us as well to yeah. invest. But if we're going to get spanked by buying 10 nil or however many fucking goals it was, then no, I'll take you up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I, I mean, I, the, the, the European adventure where you're actually making a run, it would be nice. But, uh, you know, I think you get like 60, you get like half as much, you get like 12 or 16 million for making it through to the, the, the knockout. So that's probably more worth it. And then, uh, there's no way we're getting spanked nine one by anyone. No <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, especially the way we're set up now. <laughs> I think we'll like well, we'll, like saying, six, bro, we'll six, beat six, by your nine one. Six bro. one and seven nothing. I think it was like thirteen one on aggregate. Yeah. Motherfuckers. <laughs> uh yeah. Would, would you? But would, yeah, that's a good question. I think I'd take Europa League too, though. Um, next question comes in from uh, our girl Chip. At Lauren, you know, she asks, uh, do you think Pot should win the Puskas Award for his Chivela versus Braga? Um, do you think we need another striker going into the season? And if so, who do you who would you sign? Um, so I'll give that to you, Sam. 
Um, I'm. Tr- I was literally just trying to think of a goal that would be better than the Pots one. Um, do you guys remember Eric Lamella's um shot against Arsenal? The yeah, I think yeah. that win it. I think I don't think there's there's much competition in it for that. But um, in terms of a, another striker, I don't want to break the bank of someone because you don't want to break the bank of someone who's not going to play. And I think we've made that mistake many times before. If we get someone on loan from like a, a top five league or anything like that, I, I really don't know who'd come to mind. But I just think we need someone who come in cheap, maybe on a loan and just, you know, play sporadically for us. Yeah, honestly, uh, I think I said it this last podcast. Nelson Oliveira. Like, freezing him out is going to deteriorate his... Yeah, Sporag too. I but I, I feel like I think I Nelson think he signed to like a Fulham or something. I could be wrong. Yeah, some shit. He's like a, a random men's pipeline guy. I'm just trying to think of like random like. I think Nelson Oliveira is still in Greece with yeah. AEK a- or wherever he's wherever he's. Yes, yes. Okay, I yep. But I think he's in an expiring deal, so maybe we can we can maneuver Sporad, it. Sporag, he's doing yoga. He's chilling with his dogs. I mean, the man's ready to go, dude. He's ready to go. <laughs> Bro, but what I'm what I'm saying about Sporad, like, if we play him, okay, maybe his value will go lower. I'm not saying that's not a possibility, but we it's already, the same thing as if we keep dude. him on the bench, right? We are, the values tank. We it already happened. It's a past tense event. I guess it can only go it, up. But if we, it can only get break. That's even. what I'm saying. If we play him, if we play him, and he starts doing well, at least maybe in January we can ship him off for like six, seven million instead of the the four million we're struggling to get. You know. I saw far and outlet. I saw far and outlet. I don't know how legit it was. I don't even know if it was a far and outlet. It was just a. It was like in Slovakian, so it was just a foreign tweet mm. um, linking him to Slavin Bratislava. So it's like if he's going back there, what are they paying? Like one point five mil alone, and then a clause that they want to activate. Like, yeah. just ass. I feel like it'll be one of them Mossier situations where he'll get loaned out and he'll do well, and then we'll still okay. somehow sell him for literally just like a tiny bit more or like. But how are they going to pay? They, they, I feel like he was like their biggest sale of all time, and they're going to like buy him back for the same amount. Like, no, nah, no way. It seems like inexplicable, you know? Yeah. Yeah, true. True. He needs to go yeah. on loan to like the championship or some shit. <laughs> I mean, like one of the, the the French league or like um yeah uh, somewhere where they can like actually buy him if they want even wanted to for the yeah. amount of sporting ones. Facts. I seen a tweet today saying four million plus uh, half a million on objectives. Uh, I just can't remember what team it was, but I feel like it was a Greek team. But or sorry, uh, I think it, I think it was. I think it was Fine Feyenoord and Bajikas were the two. Oh uh, yeah, Feyenoord bid yes, four, yes. or Feyenoord bid four mil, I think, or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess at this point you take it, but like I'm saying, if you're not playing him, his value is not going to get any higher, right? Yeah. I guess you just get his salary off the books at this point. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely pretty yeah. high. Definitely salary, yeah. Um, all right, next question comes in from uh, Joe Moon. Uh, any team B, any B team players you think uh, could have a breakout season and, uh, and transition into the first team? Uh, take it away, Chris. Um, I guess like definitely uh, Jose Marsa is one to watch for sure. Uh, I mean, I'm watching the goalkeeper. 
I'm assuming Diego Kalai, I think his name is, has been the third goalie. So I'm assuming he's going to start for the, the B team, right? Like, I'm assuming that means he's passed multiple others. He, Anthony Walker, for example, like in the depth chart. Like, if I just feel like Max, I don't, I don't necessarily know if Max is going to be leaving, but like, I don't know. I don't know if they think that he's a long-term solution. I, 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 th- I think that I definitely think that they don't think that he is. So I think like Diego Kalai, and I don't even know what they, what they really think about Andre Paulo either. It feels like he's just kind of, he's quite old in like a in, weird in limbo. A I don't really understand what the, yeah, he's not that young. I don't think he's like 26, maybe. It's I like, I don't. 23, 23, 24. Oh, really? but him, it's like, if you pretty much want to be like between the age of 17 and 21. I don't actually know what the plan is with him and what they actually think of him. And like, I I don't know, like, are, are you guys comfortable with him being the the primary backup? I've, n- I've never seen him, to be fair. It's just like, it seems... It seems like kind of weird. Um, but I see Andre Remember, Paolo there remember a lot, didn't we so. sign Stalin in January of 2017? I believe so. I because believe so. this exact thing happened. We went into this season like I, I don't unprepared. Think so. No? I think, I think he was one that, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I think he came. Oh, he was a free cash He was purchased in January. But because of the, the Bosman rule, he joined in the summer. It was a free transfer, but we agreed in January he actually joined. In okay. the I I think okay. I'm not I'm not that gonna hundred percent right because I feel like what, what's gonna happen is we're just gonna buy internally in January if we don't do it now because like the the position needs a little bit more depth kind of like center back where it's like yeah I guess it's okay but like it needs a little bit it needs another veteran for example or it needs something else you know they've been linked to that Samuel Portugal guy who has a sick name by the way just yeah on. it's a sick name. <laughs> So yeah, I'd like to see him just for name alone. I've never seen him play, but he sounds. He good. played against us. I saw him play in the preseason friendly. I think he played against us. I mean, it was a preseason. He played against game, us last yeah. season too. Yeah, he did all right. He's he's not a bad keeper. Um. All right. Next question. Uh, last question comes in from our guy Rick from Winnipeg. Um. He asks, "Who will be the key player for this upcoming season?" I'll ask both of you that, but I'll start with you, Sam. Oh, key player. Right. If he stays, it's going to be Nuno Mendes because I think when we watched him in preseason, people were harsh on him saying that he didn't look ready. But as soon as that Braga game, which we'll get into, he definitely added an extra 10, 15 million onto his transfer value for me. And I think, let's say if he doesn't stay, which is definitely a possibility, I'm going to go with Pot. I think... Uh, our season depends on him having another good year. If he doesn't, it could all go to shit. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Pot. How about you, Chris? Yeah, Pot's a really good shout because uh, someone's gonna need to score the goals a lot of the times, and he stepped up in, in, in so many, so many times last year. Um, and it, I mean, pulling you was fine. I thought he was fine. But, like, yeah. if he's not going to be fucking banging him in at a rate of, like, 20, 25 a season, like, those goals are going to have to come from somewhere else. So, yeah, I think that he's potentially critical. Um, I also think that Tabata could be, could be, could be like, a critical, like, uh, X factor. 
I think I we may, we no may get a sh- as well. Yeah. There will be a sale. There will be a sale before the end of August. It's going to be Lucas Nunez, I think. I think that he's yeah. probably the most one we could get the most money out of because he's still young. Like 20 million. I mean, he's he, he could be a great player, but 20 million, I'll take that right now. But it's, I think, yeah. I think it's most likely it's him, Nunu Menzer, Pelinha. It has to be one of those three. I think Pelinha's getting yeah. a new contract. So I think Pelinha is probably right. I think up. he is too, but let's just say something some like a very nice deal shows up on like deadline day or they I don't know if oh, they can yeah. say no, especially if they haven't sold anyone else, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Um, but I I put that at like twenty percent, you know. I, I don't have high odds on that. Um, but yeah, so I guess my official answer yeah. is gonna be Tabata because I think he's gonna be in the middle, and I think he's going to play out wide. I think he's going to be like a, a utility man. I think he's going to score eight goals next season. Fair. Ooh, that's a good that's a good number for him. I think he's going to come off off the bench a lot of times, but with more most games, you know, it's going to be interesting to see whether he plays in the middle or or, or out wide. I was going to mention Paulinho uh, as one of our important players because, like you mentioned, he's not banging them in. But one thing that I definitely noticed was. Uh, and let's get into the game right now. One thing I definitely noticed was uh, he was definitely taking space away in terms of like the defenders following him. And then Jovan would just creep it back post because uh, he Jovan found Pot um, back post a lot of times. And, uh, you know, Pot was unlucky not to score a few of those. Um, but anyways, let's get right into the game. Sporting obviously won 2-1. Uh, lineup was Azaninet, Inasiu, Kwach, Fadal, Nunumend, and Ishgayu. Uh, on defense with Pelinga, Mateus Nunes, Pot, Chauvin, and Paulinho up top. We had substitutions of Tiago Tomás, Nuno Santos, Mateus Reis, and Tabata. Uh, Braga's lineup was uh, Mateus Jeanette, Mateus Magalhães, with a back five as well of uh, youngster Fabiano. Uh, Dave Pereira, side note, has been talking a lot about this Fabiano kid and how he's taken up his uh, guy who's younger his brother's spot. So, be on the lookout for him. He's probably going to be at Sparting in the next two years, uh, seeing how we do. But anyways, lineup was Fabiano, uh, former player Paulo Oliveira, Juan Silva, Siqueira, and Galeno, with uh, Almuzrati, uh, André Horta, Ricardo Horta, Fran Sergio, and Abel Ruiz up top. Uh, Sam, take it away, dude. Yeah, I'm going to start off with just saying, Braga, for all the signings they've made, I was not impressed with them. I didn't watch the game live. I managed yeah. to catch a replay. Um, yesterday but um i mean that that first goal i mean it was a great pass by one of the horters i'm not sure which one was the gave the assist but i mean inacio looked looked spun i think he was partly or mostly to blame for that and you know the finish was good for fran sergio can't i'm not going to take anything away from him as i said earlier nuno mendez what a performance i isolated him during pre-season he just didn't look like he wanted wanted to be there he looked burnt out but I mean, like I said, an extra 10, 15 million onto that price just with that through ball alone to Jovan. And credit to Jovan, me and Chris have slated him on multiple, multiple occasions. But that was a great finish. Um, I saw a couple of people on Twitter saying that he should have squared it. At the end of the day, like, it's a goal. Like, if he missed it, then I agree. But, I mean, that goal reminded me of, like, a good a good finishing instinct. Like a, like a proper striker would finish that. And I was very impressed with that. The second goal... Great pass for Matheus Nunes. Um, Corresmeres finished from pot. Like, I mean, like Lauren said earlier, definitely a, a 
great, great goal. Um, I think, like I said, though, Pot in that game, he missed that one-on-one earlier with the, the through ball, I think, for Jovan for the cross. And he also missed that open goal when Matthews come out of um, Braga's goal. And that's what I'm saying. If if he's going to keep doing that, he did score to get us in the league. But imagine if that was 1-1. That's, that's a game in the league that finishes 1-1 with 90 minutes just because of Pot's poor finishing. Like I said, it was a great goal by him, but there were some times that I was just like, you need, he should have had three or four in that game alone. Um, I'm just trying to look. I, I've got in my notes here. The second half was pure domination. I don't remember many Braga chances in the second half. Um, Fran Sergio elbows, I think it was Polina, and I was going to put it in the group chat earlier on, but do you remember that Yannick Bolassi red card he got from like sort of swiping the guy in the face? Like, I mean, yep. if that's a red then that's a red. But I, I just disclaim, I don't think both of those were red cards in any way. But I mean, I'm really looking forward to this season. This this game has got me really, really hyped. I was impressed with with pretty much everyone on the pitch. Um, as a guy who looked comfortable when he was in possession, um, like, I mean, we saw Thiago Thomas come on and he, like I said, for that um, pot open goal, that was all Thiago Thomas putting him through. Um, I mean, for some reason, Amorim likes Matthews Rice. I'm sort of on the fence. Bro, like, I mean, what is he what what is he thinking putting him into this game, bro? We we say like we need another center back, but Amorim <laughs> is set on Matthews like <laughs> on, yeah. He's yeah, he's got his five center backs, yeah, because he's one of them. Jesus. Yeah, it's just <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. And Paulinho, I think I agree with everyone saying that he's good hold up play, but there was that one chance we was throw and goal and he he sort of did go over easily. No foul given, um, deservedly. I think it was a bit, a bit um, easy to go down. But like I said, this game's got me really excited for preseason. We didn't even see, I mean, for the main season, but didn't even see Vinagre. Obviously, Ugarte's coming in. I mean, I'm excited if we if we play like that every every game, which we won't because of like Champions League and everything. But I really, really, am ex- excited. So yeah, congrats on the the boys on another silverware. Hopefully, it's the first of many this season. I want three titles at least this season, but I'll, I'll, I'll settle for two. I'll settle for two, um, as long as one of them is a league title. But yeah, I'm really, really impressed with the performance. You already got two, bro. We have the Sik Violinos and now the Supertasa. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, we we want our own participation trophy. Uh, anyway, take it away, Chris. Yeah, you know, I agree with with the, with everything Sam said. Um, outside of like the first twenty minutes or so, that's when Braga was the most dangerous, and um, really after that, there was the chances were were very very few and far between. And like Sam said, the second half just complete complete domination. Um, the I mean, it, it's yeah, it's a it's a it's a great game. Um, it's a team it's a team performance. I liked so many uh, individual performances. Um, I still am kind of sussed out. The only one, honestly, who sussed me out the most out of all of them is Fidal, and he's the one that has sussed me out the entire preseason. He was probably the only one who I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> Other than he takes him out and puts Mateus Reyes in. So, I mean, <laughs> I, I guess, I, honestly, it got worse after that. So, jeez. <laughs> I'm on the same boat with you and Fidal. My only one, I only wonder if how much of that has to do with his injury, like him coming back. I mean, I think, he, 
he'll figure it out eventually. Like he played, he played at a very high level for a lot of last season. He had his moments last season, so I guess that's kind of what you get with him. But he needs to be better than he's been recently. Let's just say that yeah. he needs to up his baseline more. Um, outside backs as Gayu, I mean, I don't think any of us ever doubted anything about as as a player. I mean. The the only concerns we have are with the 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 deal itself and and the deal and who we're doing the deal with. Um, I don't think anyone had any question. We've seen him. We've played him so many times now. We've seen him be in the league for 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 four years now. Hot like three very solid years with Braga, becoming their captain. Like he he he's excellent. You know he 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 can. You know he. It's we have two incredibly high level. Uh, outside backs uh, for the right side. I'll say that much. Um, and, uh, you know, Mateus Nunes, I thought he had a great game. Uh, got an assist. Uh, and just overall uh, had a great game. Pelinga, Pelinga's Pelinga. You know, that's his baseline, just a solid game. Pot, you know, got the winning goal. It's a banger. But like Sam said, missed a lot of chances. And another one that I thought of, in addition to the other chances that you said that he missed, the one in the first half, the cross, he's unmarked at the back post, and he he volleys it right into the uh, to the. He literally keeper. just needs to put it anywhere else but where he put it, and it's a goal. Yeah. Like, even like a tiny bit to the right, to the left, whatever. But he went straight at. Yeah, him. yeah. He, I think he he could have easily had a hat trick, uh, in this game, um. But in the end, he did what he needed to do. He got us the the the, the goal. That he probably finished the the hardest chance out of all of the chances that he missed. So. Um, We'll just need to get that percentage up because my guy Potts, like the joke was with like goal point was like the, his expected goals to goal ratio is insane. So he 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 went back down to earth a little bit by missing like three flagrant chances, but his efficiency will rise. I trust I trust Bob. Oh, and I guess the 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 man I I touch on the man himself, the controversial man, uh, Paulinho. Um, I think it's a it's a it's a decent pulling you game. Um, like Danny said, he he's stretching the defense. He's holding the ball up. Um, he's putting himself in dangerous areas. You know, like if if Siobhan squares it, it's to him, right? Um, and then you know it's a pulling you goal um, instead. So maybe are we talking about this differently? If he has a tap in, is that four point five all of a sudden like a five point six because of the Jovan decision? Um, you know, so it's not the worst. I think the the goals will come because I think he's been putting himself in decent areas, um, and I think that the the previous game was um, was evidence of that. I don't think he's as out of form as he was at the end of last season. Despite the numbers potentially looking similar, I do think he's playing better, and I think he'll continue to to keep playing better. Hopefully, yeah, I agree. Um, only other thing I'll mention uh, that has nothing to well, two things. One, Mateusz nu, uh, Nunez, I should say. Um, that free kick, I, I celebrated because I thought it was a goal. Oh, that was great. The sneak attack, great. Low key. yeah, yeah. The, the fact that we now see uh, Nunez can uh, strike those, uh, we just look threatening on another level now. Uh, and then Mateusz Nunez, I mean. I don't know about you guys. I, I I was over here crying a little bit because João Mario chose Benfica. After that game, I do not care. I think Mateus Nunes, I know it's just one game, but Mateus Nunes, look, uh, everything João Mario did last season and then some, you know, cool, calm, and collective on the ball. 
organizes play going forward. But then the other thing that Matilda Nunes did against Braga that João Mario didn't do last season was he actually pushed his play forward and he actually provides something for us a lot more offensively. Um, if he does leave, it's gonna be it's gonna be a shame because as much as I like Braganza, I think Matilda Nunes offers us something different that Braganza. That needs not. to be discussed. Braganza is in a tracksuit for this game. He's not even exactly. on the bench. Exactly. And it seems like it seems like um, Ruben Amorim is preferring Tabata in the midfield over Braganza, which I don't know if I entirely agree with. But I guess it just and then Ugarte coming there. in as well, sort of like bumps him down another one. Yeah, I, we I, I, I seem like Braganza maybe could have a, an outside chance at starting, but I would say that there's a one percent chance that he starts. For example, on Friday against Vizela, there's a five percent chance. Yeah, no he way. Starts. Unless Mateus Nunes is literally sold tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. The That's the only Tabata, thing that can happen, I think. If, if Tabata... Because we've got... Like, I mean, I've been harsh on Thiago Thomas in the past and, and our wingers especially, but it's a new season, new slate, whatever. We Our wing play is probably the weakest in terms of like finishing and all-round. I think we have so many of them, but when I look at Thiago Thomas, Nuno Santos, I mean, I think they're the most... Not exchangeable, but when you need to bring someone on, you want to bring on a winger. You don't want to really bring on, especially if you need a goal, you're not going to bring on Braganza. So if you do bring on Tabata, he's more likely, hopefully going to play on the wings, which leads room to Braganza to get a bit more game time. Because I think he does deserve it after the season he had. But Amorim probably thinks differently, but I don't know why. No, I, I agree. I, I just don't, I don't think he's, I don't think he's starting ahead of Matilj Nunes at this point. Um, and and as we've seen last season, I don't think Mateusz Nunes and Braganza do well together. Maybe, you know, we have yet to see if Ugarte and Braganza or Ugarte and, and Nunes uh, and uh, Mateusz Nunes or Ugarte and Pelina, but I think that might be too defensive. Mateusz so, Nunes I'm, potentially getting that's gonna the only the, the stock will go up for Braganza if Mateusz Nunes is sold, and I think that that's about the sure. only thing that, that can happen to make his stock rise at this point. I think that. A lot of people complained last season because we felt like Amorim was not giving Braganza his fair shot. Or he sh he was still putting him in a little bit, but it's like more and more and more. And he was always rolling Ladi, always rolling Ladi. And we're like, come on, come on, a little bit more. Only as a yeah. sub. Like, I feel like he got the first crack at that spot in preseason. Like, it was he was starting at first, and then it was Nunes. And I think he just, like, good old-fashioned, you know, like – the prefer player I prefer, I'll give you each equal minutes, and then whoever plays better, I'll start. And I think Mateus Nunes won that competition. I, I think as well, don't quote me on this, I've got no sources as well, this is purely guesswork, but at the start of the season, or preseason, it looked like Mateus Nunes was, was gone. Like Everton... That Everton rumor came in hot, and it was like, damn, it's, a, it's like this is moving fast, and then it just was gone. That's why I think Briganza may have got ahead of him because maybe Amarim was preparing for life after Matthews sure. Nunes. Either that or this game was literally like um, putting Matthews Nunes in the shot window. Be like, come on, Everton. He got a, he got an assist. He, he played well. You know, if you want him, 20 million is not too steep, especially for a Premier League club. So it could be either one of those two things. But I think maybe it's the first one just because, you know, he looks certain to go. Then Rafa Benitez come in and since, pretty much since then, all been quiet, so I think I think we've got our midfield on lock at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, oh, uh, last thing I wanted to mention was uh, Giovanna. Of course, he had a brilliant game. Goal point gave him man of the match. 
Uh, I think the actual man of the match went to pot, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but Jovan, he he seems like the guy that's gonna frustrate me. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to give him more time. But there was points in that, especially in the first half, where he was just so static. He wasn't making the runs forward. Uh, Nunu Minj would have the ball. Jovan's not overlapping. He's just jogging sort of beside him. Um, and then you know, in the flip of a coin, he gets a goal, which. Uh, I don't know about you guys. I was actually talking to Chris about this. He definitely should have squared it to Paulinho. That would probably have been the right answer. But okay, he megs the keeper, gets the goal. Fair play to him. And then, uh, and then he uh, his assist to, to Pot was was uh, was phenomenal. I think was was it his assist? No, it wasn't. No, it was Mateus Nunes assisted. Mateus Nunes assist. But anyways, after that goal, Jovan was was pretty much lights out. After like he was he was solid. The only thing that like I was saying that's frustrating. Is he was just so static. Like his he, level, he to make his level runs. goes up and down. It, exactly, like, it fluctuates very vastly. Um. Yeah. So I and so I'm just saying now I'm gonna start remaining patient with him because he just seems like the type of player. He's like, uh, I, I mean, not to uh, not to like go too ahead of myself, but he's like an Eden Hazard where he he can be quiet for maybe 89 minutes but in a minute he'll he'll win you a game or he'll do something brilliant so that's almost why his appeal was as a super sub that's like cuz he just yeah. has that like those flashes of brilliance so it's like yeah i mean it's going to be it's going to be interesting i mean he can let's see how many games he how many games he can play 90 minutes in a row that's the other thing like exactly he's proven himself thus far um but uh Season is long, baby. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. Which is why I think, regardless, we'll need at least one more winger, whether Plata goes or not. Um, but yeah, guys, man of the match. I can't think of anything else. Uh, I'll give mine to Nuno Mendes, I think. I just, he was, at, I, like I said before, fantastic, great assist, flawless game. Uh, Jovan and Pot will get the headlines for the goals for obvious reasons, but Nuno Mendes for me was outstanding. Fair enough. How about you, Chris? Um, yeah, I think that I'm gonna have to. It's between for me, it's between uh, Gonzalez and Jovan. Um, I'm gonna say Gonzalez uh, because I think that he he made the difference, but he could have made more of a difference. So. Um, despite uh, missing a lot of chances, he still scored the winner. Um, so I will give him the edge for that over Javan. Yeah, I'm actually going to agree with Sam. I think Nunu Mench is my man of the match. Uh, he was lights out. I, I mean, I said it. I don't know how somebody hasn't spent $70 million on him yet. That's ridiculous to me. He's like one of the best left young left backs in the world currently. Um, Makes no sense. Uh, let's go on to, uh, I guess, transfer rumors. Um, seems like Plata is on the way out to a loan to uh, Guimarães, which opens the door to either Marcus Edwards, as we've been linked to, and who has yet to go to Olympiacos, my Tejan Buchanan from Canada. Uh, and there was another name that seems like they're going to Club Bruges now, so let's forget about that. Um, what do you guys make of, uh, of one Plata leaving and then the two possible substitutes for him? Uh, I feel like Plata leaving is a predictable outcome. It feels like he hasn't really counted for Amorim ever. He's some he's been on the bench sometimes, and he kind of was using him a little bit at the end. 
Uh, but it feels like Plata's never really counted for our ammo team. So, um, yeah, I guess if he gets minutes there, um, then uh, it's not going to be the worst thing in the world for sporting. But I don't, I'm not going to lie. I don't even know how consistently he's going to get minutes there, especially if Edwards doesn't leave. Kodesh was there, obviously. Like, he hasn't, I mean, he hasn't shown that he's, you know, he's never consistently played in Liga Nos. I guess you could say like he's played at this level. He's obviously good enough. Um, but like he hasn't consistently played. So, I mean, the, the knocks of a whole, of a whole season as a regular and stuff like that. So yeah, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world for him. Yeah, I agree. I think it's good for all parties that that moves happens. And I mean, the good thing about Platter as well, when we signed him, I'm pretty sure he was playing under 19s for Venezuela. He was their striker. So I think he can play right wing, left wing striker. So I think, I don't know, if 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 it brings Edwards in, I've been the strong Marcus Edwards supporter, depending on the price. I think, I think yeah, go for it. But um, I think this is a really good move for Platter and he needs to take it and give it like 100%. Because if not, then I I think probably is uh, if this move is unsuccessful and he ends up being a bench player, then it's, I think he's gonna not be a sporting player for much longer. Unfortunately, there's only he's, so much time you can give a player that age. He's getting sold to Newell's old boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, Plata. Uh, I still, okay, I still think. Okay. Anyways, the thing is with Plata. I like the fact that he's going to Gimenez. I, I was going to say similar to what Lauren's saying right now is that um, it seems like if, if he does go to Gimenez, maybe Marcus Edwards is going to come here just because it might be on some sort of deal like that. But the fact that there's no option to buy has me thinking otherwise that Edwards might end up going to Olympiacos. Um, if these Tejan Buchanan uh, rumors are loud, like are true and we do end up getting him, I, let me just say, I think he's a solid player. Like, I seen him like play this last month for Canada, and I've been seeing him play for for New England. Um, this guy's a versatile winger who's been playing wing back currently. Uh, this Gold Cup, he was basically replacing Alfonso Davies, and he made me not miss Davies. Like I, I had no idea. For example, like he he reminds me so much of Davies. He's a you know great defensively, good going forward, crazy one on ones. I don't know if anybody's seen his goal against Mexico a few days ago. Stepped overs. Made the, made the defender look silly and just banked it bottom corner. Um, I think he's what Amurin is looking for Plata to be because we seen last season uh, Amurin play Plata as a right wing back. And I think, um, not I think, Tejan has shown that he can even play as a right wing back if need be. Um, but of course, of higher up the pitch, even better. Um, so I don't know how true these rumors are. And I think... If they are true, they might he might be a better option to Edwards or a cheaper option to Edwards. Um, but yeah, I see a lot of people also hating on Edwards here, saying like, you know, typical overhyped English and shit like that, which I'm not against. I, I do kind of see their argument. He is very inconsistent at times, especially last yeah. season, I thought, as well. And uh, everyone, Tottenham let him go because apparently he had like an attitude problem. But if I don't know, I think it's worth taking. Buchanan's taking in the form of his life right now. And Edwards true. was in the form of his life, but he's not in the form of his life anymore. So people have come back down to earth on him, I feel like. But you have to remember, uh, Gimarani's went through like four coaches that season, and they were just all bad. So I don't think it's yeah. really, really all on Edwards, but he has to take some of the blame for it. 
exactly. And, and even on Buchanan, at the end of the day, he is still playing in the MLS. And, um, you know, his best games were, okay, yeah, Mexico. But aside from Mexico, it was, it, you know, who do we play? Haiti. Um, it, is worth like, noting, it is worth noting that New England is eight points clear at the top of the East. Like, that is insane. Like, Don't we have a gentleman's agreement with? We did. We did have a gentleman's agreement. That's why, like, it's like dusted off. If it's like, oh, we signed it in 2013, 10-year deal, like, dust it off and maybe, like, <laughs> send Plata over there on loan or fuck it, dude. <laughs> Honestly, though. But uh, um, I was also seeing something uh, Bruce Arenas was saying. And if he does, like, he's basically confirming the interest but saying if he does leave, it's in January. So that might also not materialize either. Which, if we're not getting either or, we might as well cleat Plata because, like we're saying, it's going to be a long season with Champions League. We need as many bodies as possible. And if Jovan is injury-prone as it is, and Nunu Sanchez did pretty good, actually, last season in terms of injuries, but uh, the season before, every Wavi was on and off. So we need at least, if we're if we're loading them, we need to get somebody in. Yeah. All right. Uh, next one seems about to happen. We've been mentioning him a few times. Ugarte. Um, I was expecting. I was expecting the picture today. Me too. It, but like, he played yesterday or the day before with for Millie Cal in the Tasa yeah, Liga. He played on Sunday night or Sunday after Sunday morning. He played. Yeah, for, yeah. for Family Cal. Was it a friendly? Um, no, no. It's one, it's one of these Tasa the Liga qualifying games. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it was they, just they like were up one ball. nothing. It was up one nothing, and I think they put him in at the end and it just kind of should have the the W. Um, and it worked, I guess. So what, so what do we make of him? Is it a good signing? What do we think? He's a good signing. I, again, I, I don't doubt any of the signings we made this year have been bad by any means. It's just the structure of the deal, like the 50% and the 40% or whatever. I mean, I know it's weird in a time where a pandemic has lost us money but you know we've just made champions league hopefully we're making some sales we just won the league i just don't like it and it's if it's if he turns out to be it, it, he's only 20 years old I it think. feels like it's gonna come back to bite us in the ass in like three years it's like we're sacrificing like we're, we're living the good life we lived the good life last year hopefully gonna live the good life this year but it just feels like it's going to come to a head at a certain point and we're going to get fucked by all of them at the same time. I think even next year, because the World Cup is in the winter in 2022, if if Ugarte has a good season for us and he gets into the, the Uruguay squad, I, I can't claim to know much about the Uruguay midfielding situation, but it, it could be one of those that he has a great tournament, has a great season, and he, his value triples, but we only get half of it. So I, that's what scares me, really. And it's like with Pot, I think Familikawa said... Um, we've tried to buy more, but they, they've said, well, no. Why would they want to like sort of give away their percentage if Pot's going to go for 40, 50 million? So I just, just hope it doesn't come to bite us in the ass. But if it does, just try and buy this percentage more. Like just try and get it over time like we're doing with the batter. I think we've gone from like 10% to 20 to 40. So so let's see. But I think the structure of the deal is makes me nervous. Same with Vinag. I mean, I guess uh, I guess Vinag is going to be the same thing if he hits the amount of games. Basically, if Nunu Menz leaves, then Vinag will play, and then as a result of him playing, we'll hit the clause, and then we'll be 50% past 
pass holders of him as well then. Um, and if this um, uh, Tomas Ribeiro comes from Bilnis, from 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 Georges Men, that'll be that'll be that'll be a two for fifty. Like uh, every deal we do now will be fifty percent, uh, unless for further notice. What per- do we have? What what percent is Paulinho? I think that might have been. I don't same. think that's fifty, but I don't think it's a hundred. I think it might be like seventy, no. maybe. I remember the Bo- Borgia and Sporar were supposed to like sort of ease it, but they got rid of Borgia already. Sporar's obviously mm-hmm. gone back to us. So I don't know. I think you might be right. I think it might be sort of 70, 60. Around there. Yeah. Is this Gaio? Well, we already had some of this Gaio. So we actually might yeah. have 100 because we just bought back like we had 30 maybe or we had 25 or something. So we bought yeah. back what was left, I think. Even so, with this guy, I don't think he's one. I mean, he's a good player, but he's he's not old. He's not young, but it's just I don't see him moving for the big big money. No, no. Know. I mean that that transfer should be happening like now if it was gonna happen. But he's just made the move back here, so you know. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Uh, just back on that Tomasi Beiru guy. Um, what do you, if you guys know of him, what do you what do you make of another young signing of a, of a young center back? And more importantly, another left-footed player. I think that's like up to like 15, 16 left-footed players this season. <laughs> He's also a George Mendes client as well. So, I mean, that and already he, he has, he has the, the double-decker of connections. Yeah. Father is the director of Ricard, and he signed to Jesse Food. I think he's a good player, but it's obvious why he's, oh, we need a center back. Who can we get? It's it's very clear why he was suggested. Uh, well, I'll say that much. Yeah, as, as um, a quick fix, but I don't doubt his ability as a player. He's he's twenty two. He's very young. Uh, he was a regular last season and sort of at the end of the season before that with Bulnes when he was twenty, I guess. So or Bulnes sad. Sorry, don't mean to besmirch the good name of Bulnes like that. <laughs> um, when the Bulnes sad fucking program. So yeah. Um, he's obviously local too, as a result, like geographically, like there's literally, doesn't even have to move, you know, like it's a ve- it, it makes sense if they're trying to grab someone, um, in the internal market like that, you know, I would like to see us get rid of a few more center backs that we have on the books first. You know, we spoke about Laurie earlier. We got, um, I- Ivan, Ivan, I can never pronounce that guy's name. Ivan Nildo. Is that it? I, I think. Oh, Ivan Nildo. Ivan Nildo. Yeah, we still have him. Oh, wow. he's he's been, he was linked to the second division club in Spain, and multiple of them, but I don't oh, think he's been right. sold yet. Wow. Yeah, we still we still got there. I think uh, um, t- yeah, Laurie is definitely a high earner, which makes it difficult, but I just want to get some more salary off the books, even if it's like a, I don't know, a Bataglia Camacho. We just need to get some. I would like to see some. I thought Bataglia could maybe get sold, dude, but I don't. I don't see it happening. It's going to be another. It's going to be be a loan. It's going to be a loan. It's going to be a loan to the team that finishes 15th next season. (laughs) He wants (laughs) Alaves, though. He keeps crying out for Alaves, and they're just like, "Mm, nah. Uh, I mean. (laughs) The thing I I hate about this direction, though, or this administration, is they've – They've shown that you can, you know, they'll rescind Freddie Montero's contract, no problem. They'll rescind Nani's contract, no problem. But Bataglia, no way. Ilori, no way. Camacho, no way. We got to we gotta hold on to them, even if they won't sell it. Renan, no way. Like, it's ridiculous. At least rescind their contracts. 
It must have been the way their contracts are structured, though. Maybe they've got like a release thing. If if they get released, like a loyalty bonus, if they get released, they have to pay this certain amount. That's the only way how it sort of makes sense to me. Like Ilori, I can see having that. Renan, maybe not. But I mean, Ilori's somehow back from like Liverpool to like Aston Villa. He went to League One for a bit, and then Reading. Then he's like he's had a, a decent career on paper. Just a shame he's a shit mm-hmm. fucking footballer. <laughs> <laughs> Back, so. <laughs> um, one more well, uh, rum- uh, not even a rumor it happened I want to, to get your guys opinion I don't think it's happened uh, on the last pod was uh, Eduardo Curejmo going to Tondela um, good move overall I mean I, I believe so but what do you guys think yeah the same as Plata good for all parties by all means by interviews and um media stories that he needs to mature up a bit he seems to be like the sort of class clown of the group which is always good to have but you know when you're playing champions league and playing these like emotional driven games you're gonna need that maturity and i think i think it's good definitely for all parties tondela are building a, a squad this year they didn't do too badly last year and they've made some some good signings you know they did lose mario gonzalez who is a friend of the show con murphy's one of his uh favorite favorite players but I mean, I think I think it's going to be good for him, and I think he's going to crack on, and that's where we're going to start to see the potential where we saw at the start of the sort of pandemic era, where we were like, "That's our centre back for the future," and then it sort of went downhill. I think he's going to rebuild his career back there. Well, I'll say career. He's nineteen. You know what I mean? I hear that. Though. Yeah, I think it's a good move for him too. I mean, obviously, like it's unfortunate because like he's the like. If we could just keep him on the roster as the fifth center back, we, he, the problem is resolved. You don't need to buy anyone or find anybody. But for his growth as a player and what's best for sporting in the long term, it's obviously better to have him go be a regular somewhere than be the emergency center back for us. You know, So, yeah, I think it's a good move. Fair enough. I agree. Um, just going to ask you guys uh, quickly uh, to answer Lauren's question here. Uh, so I'll ask you guys individually. So, Chris, who's winning the league this year? Your prediction? Uh, Sporting is winning the league. Nice. Back to back. Danny, what's your prediction of who's winning the league? Yeah, wait. Wasn't yours top three? And it, you just listed the big three. Was That was as specific <laughs> as it got? <laughs> no, no, no. I said league winner, and then I, get the, I did the top three. So uh, who I think is going to win the league? I don't know if you guys heard that or not. That was like a perfect. <laughs> Anyways, how about you, Sam? Perfect. It was like you were gonna say we could just cut out. We did not hear a single one. <laughs> Crazy uh, how that happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, winner, league winner. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I have to back the boys. Sporting. We've made good business this year. Uh, uh, we're up there. We're up there. I also want to say it's not that I'm not backing the boys. I just don't want to jinx them. That's, that's all it is. I believe in the dark arts of jinxing. But we've already got a gold. Star. We've got a gold sticker on our jerseys, bro. That's as jinxing as anything can be, dude. <laughs> that is I would have doubled it, and it would have been a double negative. We would have been good. Damn it. But yeah, top goal scorer. I had Vinicius actually, who seems like he's out the door now. <laughs> uh, Teremi. We going um, Teremi. Yeah, Taremi's a good shout. Um, yeah, yeah. I that was actually who I was gonna say, Taremi. I even have pot. I see. I see pot scoring a lot of goals. It's again. tough to. It, you can't just say like, like 
I'm not going to say Benfica striker because I don't know what's going to happen now. I haven't seen any of them play. Like uh, the Yarmachuk is, is a good. Yeah, shot. he's obviously good, good, but I'm not just going to. I'm not just going to give him the golden boot without ever analyzing his play in in, in That's Portugal. True, you know. That's true. Mm. He might not hack it here. Uh, most assists, I gave it to the um, what's his name, Everton, I think. Yeah. Oh, bounce team. back season. He, who, I think he was top assister last season too. Really? I, I think, think it was, so. just, For us, it was Nuno Santos. I think. I want to. Yeah, 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 but I think in the been, league, I think somebody had nine or ten. Hold on. I'll, I'll. Might have been even Rafa Silva, to be honest. Twenty twenty-one. Yeah, for us, it was Nuno Santos with like seven, five of which came in like the first eight games of the season. I feel like. I'm sorry, it was it was Taremi. Taremi had 11, Everton had 8. Grimaldo had 9, Darwin had 9. Ryan Gall nice. had 7, my guy. Chapa sister, uh, I'm going to say... Paulinho. I like that. I was going to say, like, on the, the, the totally sour note that I thought John Mario might get it, just because, like... He's under George Jesus. Nah, but... dude. How is he going to get like 10 assists? He had like three assists last season with us. Fuck that guy. He's yeah, going to get, he's going to have because... three to five max. Five max. Just because he's going to turn yeah. into like prime Andre Pirlo in that midfield. Just, just for the flight. Like, okay. <laughs> but no, I'll go with. Uh, I'll go with Jesus Corona. I feel like he's not talked about a lot these days, but he's still a good player. I'll, I'll go with him. That's a good shout. Um, surprise team. I think I had Family Count just because they were really shit. But uh, I think I squeezed an Ishtoriel on there. Tom Della for me. Tom Della. That's a good shout. Hmm. It's tough. I think I'm not sure about Ishtoriel. I think they could be a surprise team. As well, um, at least on paper. I'm interested to see how that guy Crespo plays in the top division because he was really, really good in the second division last year. So I'm, I'm very curious to see him in the top. Um, and they just have, like, an intriguing squad. Um, obviously, mm -hmm. Gerald, is, who's, like, probably going to play a decent amount. Um, yeah, I think Eshadil's a good shot for a surprise team. I, I don't want to jinx it because we're – Literally playing them in the first game. So I don't want to like besmirch their name too much. Um, and then watch us go and draw against them immediately in the first game and like the first game in the top flight in like 40 years. But Vizela, I'm not really, they definitely a yo yo contender. I'll say that much. But who knows? Facts. It Last, could be like uh, 14 teams in the relegation race again. You know, you never know. Again, exactly. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Uh, last one, the bottom three, I had uh, I had Bunish, Saad, uh, Vizela, and Rocha. We can only hope, bro. We can only hope. If they get relegated, the club will get, okay. get dissolved. All, we just need to get them relegated, and they will dissolve. I'm hoping, I'm hoping one of two. I'm hoping either Bilinis or both Bilinis and, and Maritimu. But I also think if Bilinis come in like that playoff position, they'll manage to win it. Somehow, some way. 
against Chris, I've got Vizela dead last. <laughs> no jinxing. I, I I just don't think they have the quality to stay up. But I've I, in in order, I think Vizela dead last. I think Maritimo second bottom. And I want to say Benetz, right? Because I don't like them either. But I hate Familical. I would love Familical to go down just because of George Mendes. And I hate the, I hate the club. I'm going to put Familical down there. Fuck, fuck them. They got rid of Bruno Alves. How dare they? Fuck yeah. Him. His father picked for the club too, man. Like it was going to be. That's the he went back, wasn't it? Yeah. He was like, oh, yeah, my dad. Yeah, I forgot about Oroco, actually. But they have a solid team, I think. Do they? Do they? I think so. Have they brought in some new... manager, too. Some new bodies? Maritim has brought in a Wolves forward, right? I'm not and, Iran, and they brought in... Uh, or was it Pondello? Was it Pondello that brought in a Wolves forward? No, I think you're... Uh, oh, no. I think it's Family Count. They brought back that Hiberto guy. Oh, no. He wasn't Wolves. Never mind. He was a team in France. I think I think you're right, Chris. I think it was, yeah, I think it was Tondell. I think Tondell signed a, a striker from Wolves on loan. Interesting. Who just signed the Japanese guy? Is that his studio? I think it was his studio. Anyways, let's side note. Um, oh, I was just going to show you guys this one thing, and then we'll go on to predictions and talk about our gold medalist or our not gold medalists, but our our medal winners. Um, thoughts on the potential third kit. What do you think, boys? I I actually <laughs> really like it. I, really I think like it's it. it's it's so crazy, so like kind of funny, so insane, so out there that yeah, I like it. Um, I the thing that I am potentially skeptical skeptical of because this is only a mock up. Um, our home kit, black shorts. Our away kit, black shorts. This kit, as designed, naturally would probably have black shorts. I don't like. It seems crazy to have only black shorts and like a, not an alternative color. So this kit with maybe a white trim would maybe even look better. The like equally crazy, but like maybe with like uh, white trim and then white shorts and white socks maybe. Green socks, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I just feel like maybe it will just be black shorts and we'll just be only rocking black shorts no matter what. Um, I don't really know. Um, but yeah, I I would, I mean, I'm buying that kit. Are you kidding me? Like, it's a no brainer. <laughs> there was that guy in the Twitter replies the other day who said we couldn't criticize the kit because, like, we're not real oh, fans yeah. or something. So, no, but we have to call Lazar Verd or something. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I I don't know. I'm not sure, right? Because the awake at first. Wait, I was first like, off, wait, wait, wait sorry to interrupt, Sam. What That's animal right. is this? Is it zebra, cheetah, leopard? Like what? It's not what? a lion. I'll tell you that it's not yeah, a it's, lion, which symbolizes a glove. Um, wait, I think, <laughs> I think cheetah, it's cheetah might be circles. It might be zebra or cheetah. I don't know. If you know in the comments, tell me, zebra. let me know because. Not I'm all I only care about lions on the Serengeti, so I'm not familiar with all the other ones. Yeah, but I was just gonna say when the away kit first got released, I was skeptical. Having seen um seen it played in the, the five violins trophy, I I 
actually really liked it. It reminded me of like a um a vintage Bristol Dortmund kit from like the 1990s. And I mean, on first glance, you look at the kit and there's a lot going on. And it's just like Chris said, it's it's so similar to our other kits. I just wonder, will they even give us a third kit? Is it confirmed? Or are we just gonna get the Stromp as the third kit? I mean, I don't know. I'd, I'd, I I want to see what they do with the Stromp as well, if if we do have it. I think I think they they can do something interesting there. Yeah, I, I would honestly substitute this one for us for just a Stromp, and we leave it. Oh, I actually like the I, yo, I would rather I have this than a Stromp. Mm, really, I, I would, and I, and I agree with Sam. I do like the away kit. Yeah, Danny's wearing the Stromp. He, he has to. Oh, because I yo, Danny. Here's what here's what I say. No matter what stromp that they make us, it will not be better than the kit that you're currently wearing. Agree? We don't know that. We don't know that. I though, albeit I agree. Matt, I think that's we don't best, know that. That's the best stromp that Macron made us. There's yeah, no way a Nike template yeah. kit will be better than that stromp with the fucking lace collar. Like that's just sick. Um, yeah. Maybe Are next you? year. Maybe next year we get four kits. But in our first year, if it's only three, like I'd give me the fucking zebra. Give me the zebra. <laughs> Fair enough. I, just, front, that's just me. Back. That's just me, though. Obviously. Fair enough. No, no, no. I respect. I'm probably in the minority of like all sporting uses of that opinion, to be honest. I think Chris is biased because of the badge placement is actually spot on on these concepts. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, yeah. Just imagine this, the logo's a little bit more towards the middle. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I was also gonna say, bro, this way it looks way too perfectly centered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the only unrealistic part of this mock-up. <laughs> uh, all right um quick to let's quickly talk about our uh, our medalists um george fonseca getting bronze medal in judo and of course patricia mamona hitting the 15 meters in the triple jump congratulations to them i don't know if you guys know of any other athletes i think i read a tweet yesterday that was uh saying 33 percent of the medals portugal have won so far comes from sporting athletes which is pretty incredible um, not sure if you guys have any more information or any other names on what's going on. Um, I, 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 I don't know for sure, but I think like the, like there's Portuguese canoeists that still have a shot, but mm. I don't know if those are the same canoeists that were like cut from the sporting's Olympic program. Cause you guys remember when that happened? Oh yeah. <laughs> what? Like pan pandemic era. Yeah, or something. Yeah, it was like a year, or year and a half ago they cut the, the the canoeing. So I mean, I don't know if those are the same guys, um, or if they're out now, and I just am like two days later, or whatever. Um, but definitely shout out to Fonseca and Mamona. I mean, the girl who won the triple jump from Venezuela. That shit that was, was mad. That, that was, was insane. She's that was, huge too. Holy world broke the world record like that. Just. If you're taking silver behind her, like, incredible, you know, you're you're right. you're, you're fucking incredible still because she's like unhumane. <laughs> Even getting silver in general is like you're the top two in the world, but when yeah. you fuck your record, it's like okay, yeah, uh, uh, you can sort of be like, yeah, fair enough. And uh, she beat the Portuguese record multiple times. Was it even was it her record or was it someone else's? So, so she broke the record, and then I think within half an hour she broke it again. Which the record that she just set, I guess. She, she yeah. just set, yeah. Hell yeah. So yeah, congratulations to them. Two symbols of the club for years and uh killing it in Tokyo and then you know already looking like forward the, to Paris, which is crazy. In a sport like judo, where it's like um 
it's like a, a bracket style tournament and then like the losers of each semifinal. Cause like if you're in the, if you make it to the final, like, you know, you're going home with a medal, but like the losers of the semifinal and what would be like a third place game, like that's got it. Like, I feel like that is such a high stakes game because like, you, like Sam said, you take home a silver medal. Like you, you play a hard fought final and you take home a silver medal. Like you can go home happy with that no matter what. But like, I feel like losing the semi and then losing out on the bronze too is just like got to be even more devastating. So I'm really happy that he was able to to get a medal for sure. Yeah, that was that's what happened to the like Richard's saying. That's what happened to the Canadian guy because he ended up being a Canadian guy. Shout out <laughs> to my guy too. Shout out to him. Um, <laughs> fourth, fourth, the worst, the most heartbreaking worst. Olympic position to finish, which was a sporting shot putter. We should say she ended up in fourth. Which yeah. is just so unfortunate. Facts. Facts. Um, nothing else really happened to Mudali Dodge, so we'll bring an update as soon as we can. Um, let's look to uh, prediction of uh, against Vizela uh, coming up. Uh, as Christian said, you know, they look pretty – I mean, me and Sam both have them going down. Christian saying, you know, they could be a surprise, but at the same time, like, they don't look that great either. They they stole two boys off of us too. They stole Tiago, um, what's his last name? Tiago Ferreira? No, the yeah, midfielder. Like no, Tomas. Tomas Silva. Tomas Silva. Tomas Silva. There was and two stole, midfielders, right? Yes. Who else did they steal from us? Give me a second. Uh, but anyways, what do you guys think of that game? Like, I mean, I, I could jinx it all here, and if we do draw or lose, then I will take full blame. But if we're not winning this by three or four, then I I don't know why. Like I said, Vizela don't look strong to me. We've got such a good team, you know. Everyone's raring to go to look to look good, and I think if if this is anything less than a four, three four nil, I'll be I wouldn't be disappointed, but I'll be a bit let down. But you know, three points is three points at the end of the day. But hopefully, it's like a three nil, and it should be. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Let's go four nil. Paulinho with two, Pot with one. Jovan with the other. I like that. Uh, it was Nuno Moreira, by the way. That's who it was, the winger, Nuno Moreira. Mm. Take it away, Chris. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm I'm hoping it's comfortable. I feel like it's going to be maybe two or three, nothing. Four, four would be great, but I don't know if it's going to be that high flying because they're going to be parking the bus. It will be difficult to break them down. And the matter, the how fast we break them down the first time is going to greatly depend on when those other goals come. Uh, so hopefully it's not that late. <laughs> just so then it's not one of those games where we're just like endlessly trying to score. And I remember that guy, Pedro Silva. Them. I was just going to say, yeah, they also have this from us too. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I remember him. Yeah. Pedro Silva. I didn't know he was at Vizela. Yeah, we I I'm gonna go three nothing. I'm gonna go three nothing. Uh, yeah. They've had an they've they've had an un, underwhelming preseason. Their first official game, they had one of those Tasa de Liga qualifying games. Lost to Stel Damadora, who's a newly promoted Segunda Liga club. Um, you know, underwhelming <laughs> result I would say for them. Uh, so yeah, I I think we we should be winning this game. Playing at home, we're the defending champions. We're the first game of the season. All eyes on us. Got to, got to, got to, got to open it up with a good result. You know. Who's scoring for you, Chris? Who have you got goal scorers? Uh, 
I'm gonna have to say pot. Um, no new sense. We'll score the third goal off bench to close it out. And the second goal. Hmm. Uh, Matthew's race. Nah. <laughs> is it Fellini? Nah, it's oh. Jovan. The Fellini banger is not coming yet. He's still got to get like loose to start the season. But the Fellini banger is coming this season. It never came. It never came. Better. I'm gonna it's say. So I, think, <laughs> I think it's expired, man. Nah, new season. It's renewed. He gives us. He gets yeah, a six hopefully. month extension. He has till December to hit a banger. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was just looking at the Vizela lineup as you guys saw. Like, there's some familiar names I was just looking at. Like, we've seen the obviously the Sporting boys. They have that Bruno Wilson kid that was on Braga a few years ago or last year maybe. Claude Mir who was from Braga as well. Um, uh, Guilherme Schittain or whatever, however you pronounce that. Another guy from Braga. I also think they have no chance. But, uh, I'm just saying that. Some familiar names there. I'm going to also go with uh, – I, I see us conceding. We've conceded too many goals, even in preseason and then against Braga. Albeit, you know, it was a great goal from Braga, and he just got away from Inacio. I can't blame the kid that much. Uh, I'm going to say a 4-1 uh, a win. Why are you I'm so gonna... negative, Danny? Why? How's that <laughs> negative? When we go in the league and we, we're conceding against Vizela in the first nine. game of our title Listen. defense. It's just one goal, bro. I, like it woke us up. It might be the same thing, but I think it's gonna be like a. Th we're gonna be winning like three, four, nothing, and then they're gonna score. This is years of being negative, buddy. <laughs> every time I'm positive, every time I'm positive on this podcast, we lose anyways. So like you know. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I'll, I'll give you that. But yeah, two goals from Paulinho. I'm gonna agree. A goal from Jovan and a goal from Pot. And who's uh, going for Vizela? I don't fucking know. Probably the guy who <laughs> used to play for Spartan, bro. Just, you know, Tomas Silva. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. That's the end of that pod. Uh, game of is, of course, on Friday, right? I think it's yeah. Friday. Curtain, curtain yep. for the league. So, yeah. Um, only problem is with that, I won't be wearing my lucky shirt and sweater this season just because it's too hot right now. So, I don't want to be the weirdo wearing a sweater at work. <laughs> hopefully we can hopefully we can still win these games <laughs> anyways you got, a, you got a shit house to christmas dude now nah, for you for you it'll get cold in like three weeks so. give me a month give me a month exactly three weeks a month it'll be cold <laughs> it's already getting cold bro like i have to already wear a sweater outside during the nighttime. come on bro it's already fall <laughs> but anyways that's been this podcast another great one boys um be sure, everybody, of course, as always, follow us on Twitter, Spartan160 underscore EN. Everything else is Spartan160 EN. Um, yeah, man. Until next time, viva Spartan. <laughs>